Basic Bootcamp Lesson 2 Basic German Nationality to be Basic Sentence Structure Hey everyone, welcome back to Basic Bootcamp. Today it's Basic Bootcamp number 2 and I'm Vidar. Hallo, I'm Rebecca. This five-part series will help you ease your way into German. We'll go over all of the basics that will really help you understand German in a quick and easy way. In today's lesson, you'll learn to talk about your nationality. And of course, we introduce you to some important grammar basics. In this lesson, you will learn how to use the all-important copula verb sein, to be, which will help you make simple sentences. It is pretty much the equivalent of to be in English. So it's going to be very easy to relate to. Right. We'll also go over one of the essential building blocks of learning German, word order. So, Rebecca, no matter whether you're in a language class or a new country or even in your own city, the world is so small nowadays, you can always find someone from somewhere else. So we're going to demonstrate the verb to be in talking about nationalities today. Exactly. Listen to these German students talk about where they're from. And while you're listening, try to guess their nationalities. Yes. Let's listen to the conversation. Hallo, ich heiße Vida. Ich bin Deutscher. Hallo, ich heiße Rebecca. Ich bin Amerikanerin. Noch einmal, etwas langsamer. One more time, a little slower. Hallo, ich heiße Vida. Ich bin Deutscher. Hallo, ich heiße Rebecca. Ich bin Amerikanerin. Noch einmal mit Englisch. One more time with the English. Hallo, ich heiße Vida. Ich bin Deutscher. Hello, I'm Vidar. I'm German. Hallo, ich heiße Rebecca. Ich bin Amerikanerin. Hello, I'm Rebecca. I'm American. One thing I think is interesting is that when you study German, you're bound to meet people who come from countries all over the world who are studying it too. Yeah, it's really amazing. There are so many people from all over the world who study German. So that's where being able to talk about where you are from comes in handy. That's right. Not only for introducing yourself to German people, but also to your fellow learners. Another thing that's interesting is finding out all of the reasons that people are learning German. What are some of the reasons? I think when people look at Germany, they see a country in Central Europe with open-minded people, interesting pop culture, and a broad variety of scenes. Say, punk, alternative, skateboarders, so on. Well, and Germany's history, its highs and tragic lows, make people become interested in German culture too, and they decide to start studying the language. I also think that some people study it because of more traditional culture too, such as German composers, poets, and other famous artists. Yeah, lots of people study German culture and literature abroad. Everybody has heard of Mozart, Bach, Thomas Mann. How about you, Rebecca? What was your reason for studying German? Well, that's a tricky question. Mm, I guess it was the beer. It's important to know how to order a beer in German. Really? <laughs> I'm just kidding here. But beer in Germany is really tasty. And German beer culture is huge. And I'm not necessarily talking about the Bavarian beer fest here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a huge annual happening in Munich. To be honest, German culture is so rich, even if its people seem to be a bit formal in the beginning, you'll get rewarded after a while. They are friendly and open-minded. 
Hang out a few nights in central Berlin and you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh yes, I know. The folks are fun there. And it's the landscape. Beautiful coasts in the northern part, famous rivers and wineries in the middle of the country, mountains in the east and south. Yeah, that's true. And don't forget about the old cities. Some churches and buildings have a history dating back more than a thousand years. That's right. Okay, now let's get back on track. Let's check out the vocab. Hallo, ich heiße Vidar. Ich bin Deutscher. Hello, I'm Vidar. I'm German. Hallo, ich heiße Vidar. Ich bin Deutscher. Hallo, ich heiße Vidar. Ich bin Deutscher. Hallo, ich heiße Rebecca. Ich bin Amerikanerin. Hello, I'm Rebecca. I'm American. Hallo, ich heiße Rebecca. Ich bin Amerikanerin. Hallo, ich heiße Rebecca. Ich bin Amerikanerin. Great. Let's take a closer look into these phrases. Let's take a look at this lesson's dialogue, line by line. First we have... Hallo. Meaning, hello. We learned the greeting, hallo, in boot camp number one, along with... Ich heiße Vida. I'm Widar. Right. As we learned in boot camp number one, you can say your name using ich heiße, such and such. Then next we have... Ich bin Deutscher. Literally, this means I am German or I'm German. We'll explain this grammar in the grammar section a bit later. Here, let's learn how to form nationality. How do you say German person? That depends on the gender. If it's a female person, we'd say Deutsche. And in case of a male person, it's Deutsche. Let's take these words and break them down a bit. Sure. Let's start with a female version. Can you say it again for us? Deutsche. German. It's ending on the uh. How about the male version? Deutsche. Ah, German. So the difference is the ending. The suffix er, er, for male, and e, the letter e, for female. But what about the name of the country? Can you simply add an e or an er to the name of the country, and that would mean a person from that country? Unfortunately not. German is called Deutschland. Land means country in English. I see. So Deutschland literally means German country. Absolutely. So can we hear it one more time? Deutsche, female. Deutsche, male. Deutschland, Germany. So in the next line, Rebecca said, Hallo, ich heiße Rebecca. Hello, I'm Rebecca. And then she said, Ich bin Amerikanerin. I'm American. Can you say American again? Sure. Amerikanerin. America means America, the country. Amerikanerin means American, the person. Here we add nerin for a female American. Amerikanerin. And what do we do if you want to express that, say, President Obama is American? Then it's Amerikaner. Amerikaner. So in the case of a male person, we add ner to the name of the country, and in case of a female person, we add nerin. Why don't we say Amerikaner, leaving out the n? Because in German, it's not common to add another vowel to a noun that ends with a vowel, like Amerika. Instead, we put an n between the a of Amerika and the suffix er 
Amerikanerin. So then we have Amerikaner, Amerikanerin. Let's sum this up here. The word for nationality will change according to the gender. Right. But in many cases, we say the name of the country and attach the ending. That's almost true. This works fine for Italy and an Italian person. Italy is Italian in German, and an Italian is Italiener, male, or Italienerin, female. Yes, here we have the classic rule: country plus suffix er or suffix erin. How about Canada, Canadian? Canadia, male, and Canadian, female. Okay, here we crossed out the a in Canada and replaced it with the suffix er, male, and erin, female. These are minor changes, but are there any huge exceptions? Yes, look at France and a French person. In German, France is Frankreich, and the French person is. Franzose, male, or Französin, female. Yeah, you have to memorize it to remember it, right? Yes, but don't worry. In many cases, adding the suffix er or erin and putting an n in between or replacing the last letter of the country before adding the suffix will do it. So Cuba will be Cuba, the country, and Cuban is Cubaner or Cubanerin. Perfect. Same goes for Austria, which in German is Österreich, and Austrian, which is Österreicher or Österreicherin. Just adding the male or female suffix to the country name. Okay, let's practice one more time. Yeah, let's try Latin America. Mexico in German is Mexico, and Mexican is either Mexicana, male, or Mexicanerin, female. Replacing the o from Mexico and then adding n and the suffix er or erin. See, you got it. Let's take a look at the word order. In the dialogue, we had. Ich heiße Vidar. I'm Vidar. The sentence Ich heiße Vidar gives us some insight into basic German word order and sentences. It is said that the sentence order in German is subject, verb, object. S V O. English has the same basic word order. S V O. Yes, this is true for independent clauses, like in the given example. It's very different when talking about dependent clauses. That's true. So for independent clauses, it's important to remember that the subject is at the beginning of the sentence, followed by the verb or copula in the middle, and last but not least, the object at the end of the sentence. So first, the subject here is ich, I, and after we have heise, which is the conjugated form, first singular person, present tense of the verb heisen to be called. We went over that a little bit last time. Finally, we have the object, wieder. Right. Now let's try to test the word order with the other sentence from the dialogue. You mean the sentence with the copula verb to be? Yes. To be in German is. Sein, sein. We heard it in the dialogue. When the students introduced themselves, they said, "Ich bin Deutscher, I'm German, and ich bin Amerikanerin, I'm American." The word order is subject, ich, or I, copula verb, 
bin, am, and object, Deutscher, German, or Amerikanerin, American. Yes, it's the same word order S V O. Great. Now I would like to know more about the copula sein, to be. We've already tried the first singular person in the dialogue. Ich bin Deutscher and Ich bin Amerikanerin. Yes. Now let's have a look at the first plural person, which is Wir sind Deutsche or Wir sind Amerikaner. We are German or We're American. That's easy. First singular person, Ich bin, I am. First plural person, Wir sind, we are. Please note that the personal pronoun and the copula change. That's because German copula do conjugate. What about conjugating the second and third persons? Okay. Second singular person, du bist Amerikaner. And second plural person, ihr seid Amerikaner. Both should be, you were American. Right. In contrast to German conjugation, in English we don't distinguish between the second singular and plural person for the copula to be. And now let's try the third singular person for Germans. Er ist Deutscher. Sie ist Deutsche. That's he is German and she is German. How about the third plural person? They are German. Sie sind Deutsche. Okay, that's a wrap. We hope that this lesson has helped you to get a grasp on basic German sentence structure. Stick with us as we get into more of the basics in this basic bootcamp series. Okay, some of our listeners already know about the most powerful tool on GermanPod101.com. Line-by-line audio. The perfect tool for rapidly improving listening comprehension. By listening to lines of the conversation again and again. Listen until every word and syllable becomes clear. Basically, we break down the dialogue into comprehensible, bite-sized sentences. You can try the line-by-line audio in the Premium Learning Center at germanpod101.com. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bis bald. See you. Hallo, ich heiße Vida. Ich bin Deutscher. Hallo, ich heiße Rebecca. Ich bin Amerikanerin. <lacht>